1: Welcome to I Love You So Much, the podcast about the people, places, and things we love about Austin. Our podcast is from the feature staff at the Austin American Statesman. I'm statesman food writer, Addie Broyles. And this week, we're celebrating the wild world of roller derby. Austin famously relaunched this gritty blend of sport and entertainment nearly 20 years ago. And today, two leagues dominate the sport in the city. The Texas Roller Girls, which skate on a flat track. And Texas Roller Derby, one of only a handful of banked track leagues across the country. TXRD, as it is known, has a new season starting this month, and we brought in Jenna Johnson, a veteran member of the Cherry Bombs, to talk about what it takes to make it in Derby, why the sport has grown so much in popularity, and how this skater-owned league continues to thrive. I also attended the championship bout in October to chat with fans about the guts and glory on display at every Texas Roller Derby game. Jenna Johnson, welcome to I Love You So Much. Thank you for having me. Okay, so the derby season is getting underway soon. I'm so excited to talk about all things roller derby with you. Hooray! So you are with the Bank Track League in Austin, Texas
2: Roller Derby. How Mm -hmm. long have
1: you been skating with them?
2: I've been with TXRD since 2013.
1: And what got you interested in derby in the first place?
2: Um, I was one of those people who saw Whippet that came out in 2009, and I didn't know how to skate at the time. But I was like, I want to do that. What was it that was so appealing? uh i have always been sporty Mm -hmm. and i love football uh, and we don't have contact sports you know as as girls growing up so it's like that was like yeah i want to try that yeah (laughs) and that really actually you've kind of summed up maybe what is the appeal of
1: derby in general is that you don't usually see women competing at such a fierce intense contact
2: way yeah it's okay to like blow up your friends and people like give you high fives for
1: it. Yeah. So Austin has played a really important role with the revival of Derby. Can you kind of summarize that for us?
2: Derby came about in like the 20s, 30s. Leo Seltzer came up with it. Uh, It was, it started out as like marathon, uh, you know, racing, like just go forever. How long can you skate? Yeah. Yeah. How long can you skate? And what happened was it's like people as they got tired started falling down. And the crowds like that, and so he's like, "Oh, let's make a game where this is the thing." Mm. And so, like, it existed in that form for a long time. It got really popular in the '70s, but then it like died. Mm-hmm. And so, in 2001, my league TXRD uh, brought it back and was like, "Let's let's you know get on a bank track and and show people what's what." <laughs>
3: What's your name? Uh, Sarah St. John. My skater name was Dildozer. How many years did you skate? Ten total. I, I played for eight, uh, was retired, and then went back, and then retired last year. So, ten total. What uh, What made you want to skate? What, what got you into it? I just was good at skating, because I grew up skating, and then... It just is an awesome sport to do and play and be a part of. Um, What's it like coming back? Uh, Hard. (laughs) It was hard. Um, And watching is hard. But it's fun.
0: Good fun.
1: And
3: what happens now? Um, they just pillow fight for 30 minutes. Sorry, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. And then um, the spank alley gets to pick who wins. They're the people holding the signs okay. over there. Okay. So they're going to vote who they think won. The pillow fight. The pillow fight. And this has been a tradition that's been going on. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever do a pillow fight? Uh, yeah. I was very good at pillow fighting. Was not good at pillow fighting. I'm not good at wrestling or pillow fighting, but I'm good at skating (laughs) and running into people, I guess. Right? It's a very physical sport, there's a lot of
1: contact. Full
3: body contact.
1: Wow. Pillar!
3: They're showboating a little bit, because they're doing great. I mean, showboating seems like it's part of it. Yeah, it is. It's accepted. So is fighting. Yeah. Who's the best player out here right now, would you say? Is there anybody, like, really I there? honestly only know On um, Rhinestones really, really well because I've been watching them all season. And I would say Mad Mexican or Dom Draper. They're both, like, doing amazing this season. Uh, holy Rollers. Break and Bake is the one jamming right now. She's great. Uh uh i need to confess right here she is like one of the scariest blockers you will ever encounter you just stay away and i love her she's in we're nurses and we we actually work together <laughs> so i'm always like stay away from her <laughs> so do you talk about derby when you're at work no it's funny like she calls me sarah and i call her pam and it's weird because <laughs> her names I need to confess, and I'm Toltozin. It's interesting, the dynamics, I oh guess.
1: <laughs> what do you feel like outsiders who've never been should know about road derby? Um, that it is.
3: Hard for these girls to do and stay physical and get done, but it's so rewarding and fun. Just fun. Can I get your name?
0: Yes, uh Chrissy. Chrissy. And, uh,
1: yep,
0: Andrew.
1: Couldn't find the rest of his family. They're down there somewhere, so I we we're
0: just waiting. Congratulations, you! I
1: know I feel silly being here with a baby. I wouldn't. I yeah. wouldn't at all. I mean, there are tons of kids here. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, just briefly, what do you love about Derby? Um, I think it's fun. It's something uh, I was just introduced to through him and his family. It's something I always saw in movies, but I didn't even know it was real. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's fun to see them go around. How long, and, um, how long have you been watching now? Um, this is the second season that I've seen. Which yeah. team did you say you're? Um, the, the Holy Rollers.
3: Yeah, yeah I'm really Laura,
1: powerful. the captain on that, is his <laughs> cousin. <laughs>
0: my cousin Laura she's uh, captain of the Holy Rollers so uh, i love to come and see her play and see her perform Uh, I don't get to see her often so we come whenever she has games and uh, just watch her perform she loves the sport I like it it's interesting it's uh, it's a race it's something that you know most sports don't have it's all women's sport right now and uh, it's it's just fun just a different environment (laughs)
1: Yes. What's it like having
0: your daughter with you? Oh, I love it. Yeah. This is our first roller derby game and it's probably not gonna be her last for sure. You know, she might even play roller derby, who knows? No, no, no. Oh, she might. I'm a roller skater, so I'm pretty sure that we're gonna be able to get something like that going. So I love skates, I love my blades, so does Laura. Her and I are two pieces in a five. <laughs>
1: Between bank track and flat track derby
2: so they're, they're really two different animals uh, the the rules are very different um, I mean if y- you can go from one to the other and it's like you can pick it up but um, I, I feel like bank track is like a lot faster uh, the hits are harder just because you have the physics of the track working mm. with you mm-hmm. and um, yeah and I mean our brand of t- uh, TxRD roller derby is very different from like other bank track Derby mm-hmm. because we play our own rule set which like allows fighting. And we have the penalty uh, face-offs where you do, like, if you do something bad, like, you have to do a pillow fight or an arm wrestle or a tug-of-war. <laughs> well, and you've also had almost 20 years to develop it. Oh, for which sure. Is yeah, the
1: longest-running derby organization in the country right now, right? Yes,
2: correct. Yeah. The rail is sometimes scary to people coming in, but it's, like, it's a protective, like, oh, it's a hug. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to hit it hard. But it's, like, whenever I've played flat track and I get hit, uh, it's, like, I could just go flying for eternity. <laughs>
1: There's nothing to stop me because there's not an actual physical
2: barrier there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. So that also makes me think about wrestling. So we talked a little bit on the way up here about um, there's theatrics involved. A lot of it's real. I mean, the hits are real for sure. There's strategy. It is. It is absolutely uh, not predicted. Like who's going to win? No. 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 Yeah. Um, But there's also personalities and there's Mm -hmm. names and and personas and games and it's a lot of fun and it also has that entertainment element to it. So is that? Part of what draws you to the sport, or what draws fans to the sport,
2: I, I, it drew me. I, it was just like a crazy scene, man. Just to see like a pillow fight, like what is this? <laughs> and these people with these cool names that I'm like, oh man, I, I want to be like Rocky Casbah. I want to be like you know they're, but it's like as you get in there, you kind of know that it's people are just kind of more of what they already are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not necessarily like. Mm. I'm putting on this this huge different thing. But some people do. It's just like uh, Anita Confess is a good example. I think you watched her uh, based on your uh, facial expression. She is a sweet, lovely human. But when she puts on the skirt, like do not mess with her. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of a way to be mo- just a different version of who you already are. Yeah. Okay, totally. so
2: tell us about your persona. So my persona. You can say the name. It's okay. Okay, I, I go by Mila Jukovic. And um, the I just kind of am a jerk, <laughs> like in a fun way. I'm a delightful jerk. So it's like if a jammer gets out and I like missed her, I'll chase after her and yell at her, like for the half a lap or whatever, and I'll, or I'll bark at her or something. Or I just like sit on someone and like we'll talk to them, and it's like, oh, you know, you're having a hard time there. Like you think you can you provoke them a little, <laughs> yeah, provoke yeah. them a little bit. Yeah, I'm also kind of like the enforcer, a kind of mama bear a little bit. Um, We had a Harry Potter bout recently and one of uh, a very good skater, a holy roller was decided to be very dirty and, and block this, this new baby jammer for like way out of, out of bounds. And so I was sitting on the bench and decided I'm going to hit her for that. So I ran and I like, boom, hit her. And I went, I sat back down. (laughs) So I was like, don't, don't mess with my baby.
1: So what kinds of people are drawn to Derby
2: in the first place? What types of professions are you seeing? Ages. You came in not knowing how to roller skate. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like it brings all kinds of people. Like I, I think um, we had someone uh, someone in our, fi- in our 50s. We are a 21 and up organization. Mm-hmm. So it's a big range. And like the thing I really like about Derby is like there's no one right type of body. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, a, a big blocker like is you know also could be a terrifying jammer like coming in with that speed like I don't want to get in front of that and uh, like or and you think sometimes like a little uh person would be uh like only a jammer like they'd have to be like quick and whatever but it's like if you can figure out how to use your body to Mm -hmm. your advantage like I'm not the biggest person but I can take down people much larger than me because it's like I know how to Use what I got. Mm -hmm. So,
1: give us the basics. Jammers skate around; they're the ones trying to lap. Essentially, they're scoring the points. So,
2: you have a uh, pack that it consists of four blockers on each team, and you have a a jammer on each team. So, in a jam, it's one minute, and so the the first whistle will blow. uh, Three seconds later, uh, the jammers will go, and so the blockers are trying to help their jammer and stop the other jammer so it's like offense defense at the same time like it's so it's so hard like when you're just starting to kind of get that because mm-hmm. you can only focus on one thing and there's like 47 going on at any one time and it's all happening in a minute yeah absolutely and so it's like if if my jammer gets out okay now I need a goat that's like I need to sit on somebody to be a point point. and it's like but if they get away I have to change my plan it's always like Plan A, B, C. Like, you have to be able to improvise. Wow. So how do you get
1: into the league in the first place? It takes a lot of training. The tryout period is several months
2: long. So I would say, like, even, so I didn't know how to skate coming in. And uh, so what I did is they started these academy classes. Uh, They're currently taught by Lacey Bones. And uh, so there's, like, a level one and a level two. And they kind of just teach you, like, how to skate. And then, like, level two is, like, let's start doing some contact. Um, we have tryouts twice a year, and so just come, you know, see see if you can do it. Like, if you want this, it, it's like, even if you do not know how to skate, like, you can learn very quickly, because it's like, everybody wants you to learn. And it's like, I personally, I enjoy training, because it's like, I see the little babies that don't know how to skate or do anything, and I'm like, I will help you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I have I have stories, I have things to help you, <laughs> But the tenacity you have to come in with. Yeah, you have hunger. to be willing to fail a lot. And that's fine. Because it's like, I came in, I didn't know how to skate. I went through our newbie program three times. And, and each time, like everybody's just like, oh man, I hope Jenna gets in the next time. Because it's like, but it was so bad like to start. And so you get in, if you, get, if you make it through three months, each month there's a cut. And then you get added into the league as a hired gun. And then, as a hired gun, you get to skate six months, where you can be an alternate for any of the teams. And after the six months, we have a draft, and it's just like football, where the the team who got the uh, who won the least gets the first mm-hmm. pick, and, and it just goes throughout. So it's like it kind of shifts the power of the league mm-hmm. over seasons. Like uh, if a team is a powerhouse for a long time, like they won't be forever. Mm-hmm. Like the Holy Rollers just won the championship, but the prior like three years. They've been getting first round picks and stuff mm-hmm. so it's like it's up. it's really cool to see that shift in the league so it's a skater owned league absolutely so what does that mean so uh yeah we it's owned and operated by us like we have to do everything like you we have uh, like membership points you have to get every month every time we we skate we have to set up the track and take the track down it is a big commitment so if you're not skating you need to be doing other jobs on game day and even you know sometimes you have to help with tear down and stuff too like i even skated, if you just skated yeah i just skated but it's like i don't want you guys to have a hard time i will help you
1: <laughs> that's amazing um and so there's a, obviously like a leadership board and there's coaches oh, yeah. and there's um ways to keep the whole league accountable which also sounds like a really interesting kind of um way that i kind of wish society worked. were <laughs> right. egalitarian okay so you have to have tenacity you also have to have a high threshold for pain It seems
2: Uh, a little bit like you. It's not a matter of if it's when you get hurt. (laughs) So like I've been pretty lucky. Like I've been skating for almost like it's like seven, eight years now. And um, like I did fracture my tibial plateau, but that was because I didn't replace my knee pads in time. It was totally preventable such a dumb thing to do um it's like there's a lot of sprained ankles and and it's like we've had somebody that like broke both of their hands but it's like that's don't grab the rail like there's there's ways that you like learn how to avoid injury Mm -hmm. sometimes like crazy things happen and you can't prevent it but it's like a lot of things it's like yeah you were dumb
1: (laughs) just like in any any sport right like in any sport yeah yeah. and finding that line between like you like bring in the heat to somebody and yeah. also you know, protecting your fellow skaters. Cause you do, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of rivalries between the teams and the personalities of the teams sure. are pretty well established.
2: Yeah. But. Um, like the putas and the, uh, holy rollers have for a long time been not friends. Yeah. Um, and so we, we kind of had a little bit of a rivalry with the rhinestones this year. Mm-hmm. And, um, but like that also ebbs and flows. Um, but yeah you don't want to hurt your teammates Mm -hmm. your league mates Mm -hmm. uh so it's like we'll be doing like a practice or something and it's like there's a difference between a hit at practice and a hit in the game because Mm -hmm. it's like the the hit in the game i need to stop you this is for keeps Mm -hmm. Uh, but i also don't want to injure you well because you want the league to
1: succeed i mean you know i also it's hard to keep anything going for more than a decade and now you guys are coming up on two decades, right? And so all of the skaters who are playing now are not the original skaters,
2: correct? So like they the had to average pass on the the norms of the league, sure. Like the average tenure of a skater is is like three years. So I'm I'm definitely at the elderly <laughs> skater age, uh, but it's like it's I I'm still having a good time. My body is still holding up, <laughs> so I'm like I'm going to keep doing this. Me and my uh, friend Scrappy. Who came in together? She's like, "You're doing ten years with me, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, and you said it's really like a full time job. It's a part time job, but it's a full time job because you lot. don't get
1: paid. You don't, you don't get, get
2: paid. paid. Yeah. The um and it depends on like what league job you have uh to like how much time you're spending like on a daily basis. I'm the hired gun manager, and so these are the people that just got in the league. They're trying to navigate like, how do I get my points? How do I get my practices in? I think this person hates me. <laughs> like, You're help, a therapist as Help, well. please, mom. Yeah, yeah, this is the way <laughs> I am a therapist. So practices
1: are different teams, different girls from different teams, you know, practicing at the same time. So uh,
2: each week we have like each day there's two practices. So like Mondays, there's an open league practice that anybody can go to. And there's rhinestone practice. And like Wednesdays is ours. And it's it's a. Uh, our cherry bombs is first and Hellcats a second. Sometimes we open it to the other teams and sometimes we don't, but the higher guns can go to all of them. Mm. And so they have to like manage, do I want to go on a double all these times to make sure nobody, all these people are seeing me, but also not burn myself out because that happens. Cause how many practices could you reasonably do in a week? I, I mean, mean, you should more than
1: three. Probably. You can
2: definitely. Yeah. So yeah, two, I think is about average, but it's like if, if, guns, they will get into going to five, six, seven. And it's just like, hey, you also need to listen to your body. You need like a, a recuperating day wow, at, or
1: two. And so you're having to set up the track each time or tell me about where the bouts usually happen. I went to the championship bout and it was out at the Expo Center, but right. not all of your bouts. Are no, there. not
2: all of them are there. I think uh, in 2020, all of our bouts are at the Palmer Event Center. Mm. So it's on Barton Springs Road. And uh, yeah, so on game day, we have a practice track that lives at our warehouse, and, and it's so just up it's all the time. just up all oh, the that's time great. <laughs> and so it's very sturdy and can take you know being skated on every single day our uh our game track is like lighter, and so you can move it around mm-hmm. uh, and so we have to bring it in on trucks in the morning and build it, be done by about four. Game starts at you know seven mm-hmm. <laughs> so and it's all ages shows. Yes. And so you have some fervent kid fans, I've yes, seen. Yes, I love the kid fans. Yeah. Like, they want us to sign, like, their posters and stuff, and it's adorable. It's like, can I have a picture with you? Of course. Do you have any <laughs> players now who maybe grew up watching it? Uh, I I think so. Uh, like, there's, there's more people that it's just like, oh, I've just always come to this uh, mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. we've been around for a while. Uh, so, like, longtime fans who maybe... Have been coming since the beginning. Right. And so uh, there was one skater. uh, Her name is Trouble that she skated junior derby. And she was like, we were, she was a great skater. She, She still is. But she like, we were just waiting for her to turn 21. Please come play. I know you want to. We see you at all the games. You're a fantastic skater age so so she's gonna be so as soon as she hits 21 she'll be in yeah well she she got 21 and she got in and we're like oh hooray finally so
1: what's up with the the junior derby
2: (laughs) so um we have a uh cadets uh group uh that's that will go and play bank track uh leagues uh there's also txjrd which is a flat track uh i believe it was started by cherry chainsaw which is the the namesake of the cherry bombs my team um and so there's kids growing up playing this and like they're so good like i'm like you're so much better than me like when you get here i'm going to be toast
1: yeah <laughs> that's a good sign right that,
2: yeah it's so good it's like yeah you want your kids to be smarter and
1: better than you in every way yeah. but it's so humbling
2: <laughs> yeah we have uh so uh there's a bank track tournament every year called battle on the bank and um they especially like the seattle uh peeps uh, they are so good. And we've been watching them, you know, for five years or whatever. And it's like, uh, those are my favorite games because, like, they're so springy. <laughs> where,
1: where does the Battle of the Banks happen?
2: Um, it changes every year. So last year was in Houston. And I think uh, this year will, or like 2020, will be in Florida, maybe. I can't remember. How many derbies, leagues are there now? There are seven or eight. in uh, the bank track? In the bank track, yeah. yeah it's a lot less... Uh, because I mean it's so hard to have a space for for your track Mm -hmm. so it's like with flat track it's all over the world and there's thousands upon thousands of leagues Wow! and it's it's you need a flat place and like a rope around the 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 exterior but the bank it's a really a commitment so uh, one of the things that all of the leagues kind of share is like commiserating about like how hard it is to find a space or stay in a space i know like san diego got booted from their space because like there was permitting issues and they weren't supposed to have this thing here that happened to us as well which is why we live in buda now and so it's like it's a constant battle to just like let's find a a space that will house us but also like austin is getting so expensive Mm -hmm. and so we've had to move around well, and, you know, no, nobody's getting paid. It's a labor no, of love. Yeah. It's right. all
1: sale, ticket sales at the door and sponsorships. And, you know, it wouldn't exist if people didn't feel really passionate yeah, about
2: absolutely. it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, so the Championship Cup is named after a beloved derby player who passed away maybe a decade ago. Will you tell us about Ann Covello?
2: Yeah, Ann Calvello uh, is who our Cavello Cup, the championship, is named after. Uh, she was known as the demon of the derby. And she skated in seven decades And she just loved being the heel. Like, she wanted people to boo her. Like, the more you booed, the better a job she felt she was doing. And, like, we... She grabbed people by their head and threw them down and hit them in the face with her knee. And, like, there was some crazy stuff going on. And she... uh, Some people in our league actually got to meet her in 2005. And they got to... uh, We had a, a napkin, like a cloth napkin, that we had her sign... Uh, that says, you know, that I, and Calvello, give TXRD uh, permission to use my name for all of eternity for your championship uh, Calvello Cup. That's so
1: great. Yeah. yeah, I read online she last skated in 2001, yeah. and then I think she died at age 76 in 2006, so yeah. bless her heart. Okay, so you got into this because you saw It. Correct. There are some other movies and things that people can watch or read if they want to learn more about Derby. First of all, you can watch the bouts live on the Facebook page. Correct. TXRD. If you,
2: yeah, TXRD uh, on Facebook uh, is, uh, is, I think it's TXRD colon Texas Roller Derby. Is and and there are past bouts, so if you just want to like get yeah. a sense of it. I also there. have a YouTube page called TXRD Historian that has, like, a lot of old stuff. Like, we used to be uh, shown on KCWX in uh, San Antonio, and so a bunch of those old uh, bouts are there. And stuff that we filmed, like... 2012, 2011, wow. like, yeah. There was um, that television
1: show called Roller Girls. Yes. And so I think, um, and then I also read that there was a, a an exhibit at the Bullock State History Museum.
2: Yeah, that was amazing. I, I felt a little like uh, a league of their own, that kind of stuff, where people, like, from Derby past were coming. And I was like, it was amazing to see, like, people looking at the wall at pictures of themselves, <laughs> like, from years ago. And, like, everybody's, like you know about fits and and like we had uh like footage on the wall and stuff i was like oh man that's me that's my friend that's like plastered on the wall like amazing and you said some of your gear was maybe even yeah on exhibit. yes and we're like it's a good thing it was behind glass because everything in derby stinks oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jenna, thank you so much for
1: coming into it. I love you so much. Uh, if you want to check out some of the bouts this year, you can find the schedule on uh, the website. What's the website again? TXRD.com. There you go. You can buy tickets ahead of time. And uh, the bouts go all the way through the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Right, October, I think, is when the championship happens. I think this year it might be September. Okay. It might be, a, yeah. Yeah, but uh, check out some of those bouts if you want to help support Texas Roller Derby. That's our show. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, consider leaving us a review on iTunes. It helps other people find our podcast to learn more about the people, places, and things that make Austin so special. You can find more than 100 past episodes at austin360.com slash loveaustin360 or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to pitch us an idea for the show or give us feedback, shoot us a note at loveaustin360 at statesman.com. I love you so much, the Austin 360 Podcast is a production of the feature staff at the Austin American Statesman. This episode was produced by Alyssa Vidales. Our theme music is from the local band Hardproof, which you should definitely check out at Hardproofmusic.com. We couldn't do the show without you, dear listeners, and we can't thank you enough for lending us your ears, your comments, and your sweat-stained knee pads. Until next week, we'll see you cheering on the cherry bombs or the Hellcats at the Palmer Event Center.